This is a special episode of News Right Right Now um, on personal finance. Today we are at home, but we're still doing our news. So we are going to speak to our personal finance mentor, David Crouch, here with us today. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to come onto our show. Glad to be here. Great. And so can you please introduce yourself and tell us how long you've been in the personal finance industry? So my name is David Crouch. I run a financial literacy organization called TikTok, T-I-C-T-O-C, founded in 2015. Stands for today's investment commitment, tomorrow's optimal commodity, and we teach students all across the globe how to trade stocks, forex, options, real estate, and cryptocurrency. Um, I've been trading since I was 13, so for about six years now, and teaching ever since then. Okay, so uh, me and Daphne are going to ask you a couple questions. So, what exactly do you do in the finance field? So in the finance field, I do a couple things. So on my own, I have a hedge fund, I do investment banking. So for investment banking, basically I attract big investors into projects and then I get a piece of those projects or the company, whatever it may be, for attracting those investors. So let's say there's a company and they need money, I get them the money, they give me a piece of the company, so I will get money for the company running in the future. But on the other scale for personal investing and trading, I buy and trade stocks in the market. So for example, like I could be buying Tesla, Amazon, Apple, I own a portion of them. So if they do well, then I make money. Cool. Um, so why are you, what got you interested in finance and why do you choose to do this? Well, it's a funny story, actually. I had no college fund, and I found that out very early on when I was in middle school. I saw my dad trading on the computer, and I said, hey, dad, that's a lot of red you got there. And he said, well, why don't you give it a try for yourself, hotshot? He gave me $1,000, and I made enough in eighth grade so that I could pay for two years of college on my own at any school that I want to attend. Cool. And I thought it was pretty easy and decided to teach all of my friends. How does TikTok work and how was it started? So TikTok was started when I made a large sum of money and I decided, okay, well, I'm going to start a club at my school and I'm going to teach my friends. So I got my 10 group of friends and I started teaching them. They didn't save any of their money. They just decided to go spend it on nice expensive cars and everything like that. The Gucci, Supreme, all the hype beast stuff. And so... Other people at school saw what they were wearing and what they had, and they said, hey, where'd you guys get all this money? And they said, oh, yeah, David taught us how to trade. So then we went from 10 members to 80 members, and then I went to a Stanford Law and Trial program, and from there I met a couple cool guys, and they said, hey, what do you do at your school, or what do you do back home? And I told them about my group, and they said, hey, why don't I start that at my school? So we got a Tampa, Florida chapter and a San Francisco chapter. Those worked pretty well. And then we told the rest of the people from Stanford, they wanted to get involved too. And then it kind of spread out internationally from there and we got to 15,000 members. And that was in the span of three or four years. So what age range do you typically teach? Usually the lowest 
had is middle school, like just like eighth grade or seventh, eighth grade. And then from there, it's primarily high school, but then we do have college students for our continuing learning into the financial fields and for the higher level stuff, if they want to get a job in the finance industry or they want to get their financial license, things of that sort. What kind, what kind of memberships do you have? So for our membership, students are paying $34.99 a month and then they get access to our courses. They take one course a week and we space it out because we don't want people to be overwhelmed with some of the content. And sometimes we go from the basics to the advanced. So like, for example, on stocks basics, you're going to be learning, oh, what's a blue chip? What's a dividend? What are ETFs? Stuff of that sort. And then as you go to the advanced, it'll be stuff more along the lines of, um, I don't know, a credit default swap, which is a very complex thing that they would trade on Wall Street. So what ways do you teach wealth? How do I teach wealth? Yeah, what ways? So we tell people, here's how you make wealth, basically how you generate money with what you have. Here's how you retain wealth. And here's how you don't lose it. You basically grow it. You can put it in safe methods. You can put it in medium risky methods. You can put it in high risk methods. And all of them we teach, okay, here's the bare minimum that we need you to have so that you can maintain this level. And then here's the levels of risk that you can take so you can expand further. How many members do you have currently? 15,000. And did that grow over the COVID-19? It has, actually, because people, it's been funny. People are bored at home and they don't have anything else to do. There hasn't been really much going on with college, uh, actually, which is surprising. And uh, people are taking up new skills and they want to learn how to trade. Well, the market looks like it's going up, even though it's not going to stay there for much longer. How old are you? 19. 19, and you have this big thing? Company? Yes. This is one of three companies. <laughs> what stocks do you invest in? I invest in a wide range of them. Right now, I'm betting against the stock market, so I am in a stock called UVXY, which basically when the stock market goes down, this stock will go up. Let's say you buy one share at $20 and the stock goes up to $80. You just made 60 bucks. Really not that much work. Interesting. So do you buy and hold or do you do day trading? Day trading is kind of a hoax on that it's good. Usually when people day trade, they spend a bunch of time going back and forth. And oftentimes they're, not going to make as much money whereas if they just hold the stock throughout the day if they look at the overall trend of it going up because sometimes you can be wrong on your charts some people don't always know how to read a chart correctly and that can hurt them in the end so i think that it's better to just hold a stock for one or two days rather than trading it back and forth within the same day do you prefer mutual funds or stocks do i prefer what Mutual funds or stocks? I'm not a fan of mutual funds. I think that mutual funds are bad because you're basically giving your money to someone else to invest for you once you put it into that fund. And they charge you a fee on top of that. So why not just learn how to do it yourself and then buy the stocks that they would? What exactly is Forex? 
Forex is foreign exchange. So let's say there's, you know what the euro is, right? Yeah. So let's say that um, good things are happening in the European markets and bad things are happening in the US markets. The value of the euro is going to go up versus the dollar. So let's say right now the euro costs $1.17. If the US economy is doing bad and the European economy is doing better, the euro could rise to, let's say, a dollar and nineteen cents. So, for every euro that you have, you have a dollar and nineteen cents. If that makes sense. Cryptocurrency, good or bad, as an as an investment vehicle. I don't think crypto is necessarily good. Bad. There's a different. There's a lot of different cryptos. Crypto has good concepts, whereas I, I not all of them are bad. Not all of them are good. Right. It just depends what the type of cryptocurrency does, what its purpose is, how many people are trading that cryptocurrency, um, what the potential for it is in the future. Let's see. Uh, how can it be applied? Things of that nature. You have to look at each one of them individually. As far as Bitcoin goes. Bitcoin, there's nothing too special about it besides that it was the first one and that it's looked at as the index. So the S&P 500 would be considered a stock index, whereas Bitcoin can be looked at as a crypto index. It's kind of an indicator of where the market's going. If Bitcoin goes up, all the other cryptos will go down. If Bitcoin goes down, all the other cryptos will go up. Yelp coins. What investment platform do you use? I use Thinkorswim. Thinkorswim is owned by TD Ameritrade. I would not use Robinhood, even though Robinhood says it's good and it's free. All the other brokerages are free also now, so Robinhood is not a good platform. Do you use brokers? Yes. So the platform which I'm referring to, Thinkorswim, is owned by TD Ameritrade, which is a broker. Um, as far as individual brokers, as in calling someone up on the phone and having them place a trade for you, I would never do that because you have to give them money when you call them on the phone to place a trade for you. And like I said, just do it yourself. What kind of real estate do you do and where exactly do you do it? So I do a couple of different things. For example, on one project, I'm using the land that I have and I'm building a solar farm. On another project, the land that we have, we get tenants and we basically rent out the space to things like Chase Bank, um, The Habit, Buffalo Wild Wings, T-Mobile, places like that. And we put them in those spaces and they pay us rent. And we put all of that rent into something called a real estate investment trust or abbreviated, it's called a REIT. So within that REIT, people who invest into our REIT fund, they get paid per quarter. So every three months, they're going to get paid, let's say, 6%. So if you put in $100,000, Every three months, you're making $6,000. And by not doing anything, just not touching it. So at the end of the year, if you have $100,000 invested in there and you're just holding on to it, you're going to make $24,000 by doing nothing. And this is safe because the commercial tenants are holding it. It's not residential and like people who have houses. These are big businesses that are paying you for the spot. What are your career plans after you graduate? I have already graduated high school. I am skipping my undergraduate to go pursue a master's degree instead of a bachelor's. I will be getting my master's in economics 
And at the moment, I'm working on my hedge fund, building an investment bank, and potentially a stock exchange. Okay, and are there any books or podcasts that you recommend for our audience to listen to? I would recommend read The Richest Man in Babylon, read The Reminiscence of a Stock Operator, and The Compound Effect. And are there any podcasts? Um, a Spark podcast, maybe listen to mine. It's going to be coming out soon. <laughs> and what's it going to be called? It will most likely be called Stock Talk by TikTok. Interesting. If our audience would like to contact you or join TikTok, where do they go, go to? They can go to tiktok.club.com. T-I-C-T-O-C club.com. Okay, well, thank you very much for coming and taking some time out of your day to be interviewed by us. It's been a pleasure. And now for a quick, and now a quick ad, quick and break. Today we have partnered back up with Lakers fan 348. Are you organizing and cleaning out your house and garage while you are stuck at home? Lakers fan 348 would like to help you make your wa your wallet a little thicker. Before you throw away that stuff, speak to Lakers fan 348 to help sell your previously loved treasures on eBay. Also check out his eBay store at www.ebay.com slash str slash Lakersman348store. He has all kinds of great products like Lakers and Rams memory, memorable collectible toys and star, Starbucks barista bears. New items are, are added almost daily and he has excellent feedback as a top rated seller. Once again, check out Lakersman348 at at www.ebay.com slash str slash Lakersfan348 store. He has a page at facebook.com slash Lakersfan348 eBay. Email him at Lakersfan348 eBay at gmail.com to sell your, your treasures item too. Anchor's next app. Start a podcast at anchor.fm. It is an easy-to-use cre podcast creation system that automatically distributes your podcast across all networks. My favorite feature is that it automatically pairs you with sponsors that you, you, that you, record, with, you record with your script. To get started, go to anchor.fm. Once again, that is anchor.fm. Did I do better? Thank you guys for watching this episode of News Art Right Now, interview with David Crouch. What do you guys think? Please go ahead and put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or wherever you're listening to us as a podcast. Leave us a review and don't forget to hit that subscribe button either on Facebook, YouTube, or on wherever you're listening to your podcasts on. And um, let's show you guys or you guys can hear this ad for ocean hero and why you should switch your um search engine to them we constantly hear about how plastic waste is harming our planet and the animals we share it with allegedly the equivalent of one garbage truck is dumped into oceans every single minute but with modern garbage collection systems growing focus on sustainable materials and recycling how can this destructive practice keep happening 
In this video, we will try to explain exactly how this happens. Are there really garbage trucks emptying their load directly into the ocean? To understand this, let's first have a quick look at the history of plastic production. The first fully synthetic plastic was invented in 1907. It was a brittle material called Bakelite, made from phenol and formaldehyde. But mass production of plastics we know today didn't begin until the 1950s. If plastic has been produced since the mid-20th century, isn't it too late to start doing something about it now? The manufacturing of plastic is growing exponentially every year. Half of the plastic that has ever been produced was made in the last 13 years. And because plastic takes hundreds of years to degrade, all of the plastic ever made still exists today. If we continue like this, we'll produce more plastic in the next decade than we have through our entire history combined. What we do now will have a huge impact. We need to take action to stop the production of plastic from doubling every few years. So why is plastic ending up in the oceans? Around 5-10% to 10 of the global plastic waste ends up in the oceans. The major cause is missing waste management infrastructure in underdeveloped regions of the world. Here, factories and local authorities dump garbage in uncontrolled landfills, which very often are waterways. Due to extreme poverty, waterways are often the only option to transport garbage away from populated areas. This means the garbage will be carried out into the oceans. Right now, low-income countries are carrying the burden of getting rid of plastic waste. Richer countries pay already overwhelmed countries like Ghana and the Philippines to accept garbage from the West. This is creating the situation where the majority of plastic enters the ocean from just a few countries. So we know developed countries have advanced garbage collection systems. Much of this garbage is simply shipped to third world countries to be dumped. Does this mean that every plastic bottle you throw out ends up in the ocean? No. If you recycle it correctly, it will most likely be recycled into new plastic again in your home country. We see more and more initiatives that try to tackle the global plastic problem. From new ways to filter plastic out of rivers, to small organized waste management systems, and alternatives to disposable plastic. If we want to solve the plastic problem, we all need to do our part, and stop closing our eyes to the problem. There are many ways to proactively do something about plastic waste. Recycle plastic bottles, avoid single-use plastic bags, and support initiatives working to collect plastic from the oceans. An easy thing you can do is to switch your search engine to Ocean Hero. For every five searches you perform on Ocean Hero, you can collect one ocean-bound plastic bottle. More than 200,000 people already use Ocean Hero on a daily basis to help clean plastic waste from the oceans, just by searching the web. Ocean Hero is completely free, and it only takes 10 seconds to add the extension to your browser. Let your online searches support a great cause. Click the link or go to oceanhero.today to start making a difference. Wow. How impressive, right, Daphne? Yep. Don't you think so? Yes, yeah, so... Yeah. So with that, I think we are done for today's episode. If you guys liked one more time, make sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a comment or a review. And um, if you guys have anything to recommend or would like to be interviewed or would like to sponsor, go check out, uh, email us at um, news.now.podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's uh, news.now.podcast at gmail.com or simply text us at 949-264-2593 or 1. Thank you. Thanks for watching News Right Right Now or listening on your podcast. This podcast was made with Anchor.fm.